Welcome to Pressing In, the podcast where we press into the Word and the Heart of God and seek a glimpse of His perspective. I'm your host, Jamie DeSilvia. I'm a Christian speaker and the author of two devotional books that are unlike anything you've read before. Check out my website, jamiedesilvia.com, to learn more about my books. I am passionate about connecting women to the heart of God with biblical insight, authenticity, and grace. And now it's time for us to start pressing in. Hi, friends. Episode four here. And we are going to be pressing into Psalm 22 and kind of leaning in to God's perspective on suffering. Now, um, if you haven't guessed already, I do love the Old Testament. Um, as a new believer, uh, many, many, many years ago, I was very much drawn to the Psalms um, for probably their emotional content, to be honest, and their faith content. Um, and I spent a lot, a lot of years in the New Testament, kind of unsure what to do with the old. And um, that has since changed. I think a lot of people are um, weary of some parts of the Old Testament. And so we may be pressing in there more. We shall see what happens. So today with Psalm 22, we're going to have God's perspective here on suffering. And when I read you verses 1 and 2, I'm sure you're going to recognize the words. Okay. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. And those are some very powerful, heartfelt words there. And the part um, that you probably recognized was, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus quotes this on the cross. So my brain was rolling around with this, uh, wondering, gosh, is it prophetic? Did David write this knowing that Jesus would feel that way on the cross? Or um, does it come up in Jesus's heart as he's on the cross and he's wrestling and relating to what was written? Either way, uh, it shows the inspiration of the Psalms. They're, they're not just heart ramblings of Old Testament men and women. Um, they are Holy Spirit inspired words. And that's why when we look at them, we can look at them from our perspective and we can flip it and we can look at it from God's perspective. And we're going to do that a little bit later. Personally, okay, going back to Jesus on the cross, asking God, why have you forsaken me? I think the hardest part of going to the cross for Jesus, um, this is just my opinion. Of course, I wasn't there did not walk in his uh, sandals or anything. But I do think the hardest part was that Jesus was separated from the Father um, in those moments that he carried the sin on the cross. 
And um, the scripture says the father had to look away because of all that sin on him. And um, those moments, those moments were really hard for Jesus, having been with the father uh, through all time. You know, we see um, Christ present at uh, creation and we see images of him, uh, you know, appearances of the angel of the Lord um, throughout the Old Testament, of course, Jesus and the Father were very connected. And so these moments of being separated were really hard for him. And because of that, I believe that uh, Jesus and the Father really understand our feelings when we feel detached or uh, disconnected or abandoned or lost or separated. And so um, let's normalize, you know, these feelings when we go through suffering um, that it sometimes feels like God has turned away um, or that he doesn't hear. And so I'm grateful for Psalm 22 showing me that it's okay to voice these feelings because even Jesus did, right? Now, in, I'm going to read you verses 3 through 5 of Psalm 22, and this is where David, in his original writing here, he kind of rebounds from those feelings of feeling abandoned, and he remembers who God is. Yet... You are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one that Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Mm. How many times have I regretted putting my life in God's hands. Now, in the middle of suffering, many times, I'm sure, I thought I regretted putting my life in God's hands. But hindsight, you know, once I've gotten through the roughest patch of, of a suffering, uh, difficult season, I have never regretted putting my life in God's hands and trusting him. So I think it's important that we speak the feelings like David and Jesus both did speak the feelings of, um, God, it feels like you're so far away. It feels like you don't hear me. It feels like you're not answering me. Speak those feelings. They're there. Can't ignore them. The price of trying to stuff or hide those feelings. It's too high a price to pay. And then after you speak the feelings, then speak truth to the feelings. You know, David did that. Um, I feel like you're absent, Lord, yet you are the Holy One. You are the one we praise. You are the one we put our trust in. All my fathers trusted you and none of them were put to shame. None of them regretted it. And so we got to speak some truth to our feelings, bring them into balance. In uh, Psalm 22 verses 12 through 15, we see 
the toll that suffering takes on humans, on us. I'm going to read verses 12 through 15. Many bulls surround me. The strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions that tear their prey, they open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd or a broken shard of pottery, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Have you ever felt like that? Poured out like water. Those are powerful words. Has your heart ever felt like it turned to wax and melted? Have you ever felt dried up like a, pro like a broken piece of pottery? I think we've all been there at one time or another, whether it was um, suffering in relationships or um, suffering in need or suffering um, in sickness or disease or pain, um, suffering with loss. Um, I love that David was so good at putting these things into words with the help of the Holy Spirit to let me know that I'm not alone. Um, I'm not the only one who has suffered. I'm not the only one suffering now. And even more than that, God knows my suffering. He sees me. He has not left me. He has not left you. And he has not forgotten you. Now, moving along a little further into Psalm 22, we're going to um, press into probably my favorite part of this psalm. Verses 23 through 25. And we're going to see how God feels about our suffering. Okay, There's a lot of this throughout the scriptures, and it's one of the things I love to talk about. Um, I don't love to suffer, but I do. The Lord's put a lot of um, insight in my heart regarding um, suffering. So this probably won't be the last time we talk about it on this podcast. Um, but let me go ahead and read those verses to you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he, the Lord, has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. Did you hear that? He has not despised your suffering. You know how sometimes, okay, I'll speak for myself. I won't assume that you feel this way too. Um, sometimes when I think someone is suffering a little too long, I can get a little irritated, maybe even angry. Um, 
you know, I get judgy in my heart. I might on occasion despise the suffering of other people, but God never despises your suffering. He does not blame you for your suffering. He has not grown weary of your behavior in your suffering because he loves you. He's long suffering. He's long suffering while you're suffering. It says in the scripture there that God has not scorned um, your suffering. That word scorned means, literally means detested as an abomination. Those, those some strong words there. Um, the Lord has not detested your suffering. He doesn't see your suffering as an abomination. Now, perhaps does God hate or detest the thing that caused your suffering? Oh, you betcha, probably, um, because God does hate sin and he hates um, the pain he sees wreaking havoc in our world today. So perhaps he detests what caused your suffering, but he does not detest your suffering and he doesn't think your suffering is an abomination. Now, you might think that he looks poorly on your suffering, especially if you feel shame for your suffering, because maybe um, part of it comes from your own actions or choices. Some of my suffering has come from my own actions or choices. Um, but it says right here that the Lord does not despise or scorn your suffering. He doesn't judge you for your suffering. He sees your affliction. It says right there in the scripture we're looking at that he has not hidden his face from you. He's not turned away and he has heard your cry for help. He has heard your cry for help. Now I'm reminded of the reality that um, God is sovereign. He holds more power than any other um, person or being in this world. And yet he has given free will to us and to the world, right? So there are many times when perhaps he cannot control um, the suffering because somebody else's free will is at play, right? Uh, I grew up under the abusive hand of an alcoholic um, parent and I asked the Lord many times, where were you? Why, why did you let that happen to me? And I came to peace with the perspective that God gave that man free will and God does not stop me from using my free will. God does not stop you from using your free will or my abuser. So sometimes um, it is not as simple as God just stopping our suffering, right? So we have to keep that in mind. There are many things at play. There are many wills at play. Another thing is that the Lord has such a multifaceted 
agenda. You know, he is working in so many layers of our lives. He's working personally in our hearts with our own transformation, isn't he? Yes, he's working in our relationships, drawing us to others, binding our hearts together, and yet teaching us how to have boundaries with others. He is at work in our circumstances, um, placing us in situations where he wants us to be light, um, where he wants us to work for his kingdom. Um, he is working also um, in the on the level of provision in our lives and teaching us to depend on him. And just so many layers. Do you see what I'm saying? His agenda is not a singular focus. Um, and so a lot of times I find that tough circumstances go on longer than I would like. Hello, probably always longer than I would like. But I have to be reminded that God has many layers of agenda and he may be trying to achieve something that he can't achieve in any other way. I'm not saying he causes our suffering to teach us a lesson. Nope. I'm saying he uses our suffering and he works inside of it to achieve his goals in transformation, in relationships, in provision, and circumstances. And so sometimes what feels like him turning away or him taking too long or him not listening is really has to do with his timing and his agendas. So hang on to what you know about your father and how much he loves you. I am going to leave you with these verses that I shared in Psalm 22. I'm going to um, wrap this up by reading from his perspective, the Lord's perspective. I've taken a tiny bit of creative license here. Deep breath in and out. My child, my child, I have not forsaken you. I am not far from saving you. Neither am I far from your cries of anguish. My child, you cry out by day, but you don't hear my answer, and by night, but you find no rest. Yet, I am enthroned as the Holy One. I am the praise of Israel. In me, your ancestors put their trust. They trusted, and I delivered them. To me, they cried out, and they were saved. In me, they trusted, and they were not put to shame. I know that many bulls surround you. Strong enemies encircle you. There are roaring lions that tear at their prey and they open their mouths wide against you. You feel poured out like water and all your bones are out of joint. Your heart has turned to wax. It has melted within you. You feel dried up like a broken shard of pottery. 
and your tongue sticks to the roof of your mouth, it feels as though you are laid in the dust of death. But you who fear the Lord, praise me, honor me, revere me, for I have not despised your suffering. I have not scorned you or your suffering, my afflicted one. I have not hidden my face from you, but I have listened to your cry for help. I have not hidden my face from you. I am listening to your cry for help. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Friends, I'll see you next time when we press into a different passage of scripture. Thanks for listening to Pressing In with Jamie DeSilvia. If you've been encouraged by this podcast episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit jamiedesilvia.com to check out my books and do come chat with me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.